This is Straight from the Source podcast. Everything you need to know about the apparel industry. From two insiders working on the sourcing side and the brand side. Whether you are in design, merchandising, retail, or production, this is the podcast for you. Hi, everybody. This is Giovanni Palumbo. Hi, and I'm Fatima Anwar. We are your co-hosts. From Straight from the Source. So today we have a topic that's very, very important to me. It's regarding the recent Wall Street expose on the banned list of manufacturers who have been supplying on the Amazon platform. Now, just to give a little more context for our listeners out there, these manufacturers were supplying to third party sellers on the Amazon website or the platform and not necessarily for Amazon and its private label. However, that doesn't change the fact that this this article has really brought to our attention this major issue that's been going on and in my opinion has been really undercutting the good work that's been done in countries like Bangladesh to ensure safe labor practices. Mm-hmm. Gee, what do you think? This is definitely a huge issue. When we're talking about banned factories, what? Who has actually banned these factories, Fatima? Right. So when we look at the list of banned factories, and this is from Bangladesh specifically, after 2013, after the Rana Plaza collapse where thousands of people were injured, many, many died, this was a cataclysmic event where our brands, our stakeholders, nonprofits, governments came together and said, how can we work together to create standards for labor practices and how can we do that in a way that's enforceable and can keep them safe and help companies and factories grow? So then came the birth of Accord and Alliance, which later merged into Accord today as we know it. And Accord essentially is a certification body that ensures that your billing is safe, that there is structural safety, there's fire safety, there's chemical safety, that your workers are aware of what to do in the event of an emergency such as these. And also it penalizes manufacturers that don't meet these standards, but also helps them with slush funds essentially as they're trying to modernize their facilities. And we have many, many stakeholders from the United States companies such as Target and many, many others who've come together and said, you know what, if you are blacklisted by a court, which means the court people have gone to your manufacturing facility, they found egregious flaws and they have failed you, then we are going to blacklist you. We will not work with you until you standardize and you fix the problems in your facility and sometimes this can be minor things but most of the time they're not they're usually pretty major things that can honestly lead to a lot of death and injury for workers so it's a very serious thing so that's Mm -hmm. essentially what we mean by the banned list of manufacturers Definitely. In these cases, we're talking about manufacturers who uh, did not have proper fire alarms, who had locks on doors where workers could be locked for 13 hours until the production was finished before doors were unlocked, which could easily become a disaster in the case of a fire. Earthquake. Yes. And in the video that accompanied the article, we saw kind of 
structural and safety issues that were called out in previous reports when Accord decided to ban these specific factories. Right. So just to go back a little, you know, the Wall Street Journal, when they were working on this particular expose, they looked at 122 manufacturing facilities and then they traced back about 50 something of those facilities onto Amazon. Now, if you look at any other apparel retailer, right, they have a lot of owners on their own supply chain they can't just take a step back and say oh you know what we weren't aware we didn't know in a way that Amazon is currently doing so Amazon right now is saying okay but this is not coming from us this is not our private label this is the sellers on our platform we did ask them to comply but they haven't and that's hugely problematic for us because when you do that you take a step back and you allow bad actors to continue running and profiting in the marketplace and we just want to emphasize that this is very indirectly by having retailers agree to meet your standards not retailers suppliers factories etc but not having a mechanism for enforcing those agreements we kind of opened the door for these types of situations to happen, which can really risk a brand's reputation. Absolutely. And, you know, brand reputation, we know, is a really important part because we have really a culture of authenticity. Our our customers want to know where our products come from. They want to know that the companies that they are supporting with their hard-earned dollars are really putting their best foot forward and creating good business practices. And especially for things that they're going to consume, that they're going to use, their children are going to be using. But beyond that, also, this is a human rights issue. This is actually a pretty major human rights issue. And really, the scale of it makes me nervous. And the reason why it makes me nervous is that I believe Amazon is now the second largest e-commerce retailer of apparel in the world. I believe maybe barring Alibaba or AliExpress. And when you have a company that size saying, okay, you know what, we don't have oversight and we're not exactly sure uh, where everything comes from, it allows people to kind of walk in and these bad actors to continue supplying in the marketplace and it puts hundreds of thousands of lives at risk because if suddenly you have a country like Bangladesh and everyone is working towards accord standards suddenly you have a couple that are getting away with it and you know oh you know what if I go through an Amazon company or whatnot I don't have to live up to these safety standards that's hugely problematic and it incentivizes others to follow in that footstep and it really creates a lot of problems this is what keeps these factories that do not follow proper safety standards in business correct the receiving orders correct Correct. So what I want to really have a conversation about is how do we begin that standardization? Because Amazon does hold its own list of manufacturers quite accountable for its private label. Mm -hmm. And okay, say we we have some level of understanding for Amazon. Mm -hmm. Let's play devil's advocate and say, you know what? We want to give you the benefit of the doubt. You have a huge infrastructure, but let's at least lay a few 
ground rules on what it should or should not be. So Amazon says, you know what, your workers have to be protected and they have to be in a safe environment. However, there doesn't seem to be a lot of very tangible, it needs to be X, Y, and Z in terms of standards. So what we would recommend is that Amazon only work with manufacturers in Bangladesh that have a court. And I know that I know that's a big thing to say, mm-hmm. Gio, but I personally for myself only work with manufacturers that have been accord certified. Because even as someone who is as entrenched in the supply chain as I am, there's structural issues. A court mm-hmm. goes in with engineers to look at your billing. I can inspect everything up and down, but I cannot go in and tell you if there's an engineering structural mm-hmm. issue. And that's what happened with Rana Plaza. And that's a huge problem that we do see with all these constructions popping up in Bangladesh. But without maybe the right source material or the right mm-hmm. engineering or architecture behind it, it becomes a potential time bomb. So that's one thing a court does. Another is the fire and chemical safety, making sure that you have the right uh, fire extinguishers, the right exit signs, the right sort of doors Mm -hmm. to open and close. Now we know this, this we can walk in and inspect a manufacturing facility, but there are certain things that a court does beyond that, right? Mm -hmm. They help train your workers. They make sure that they know what to do in the event of such an emergency. So I know that I have spoken a little bit in the past about this accreditation fatigue, Mm -hmm. but to be honest, this is too important of an issue. This is one of the those basic must have mm-hmm. almost business licenses to operate sort of things in my mind. So I think they need to have a court. And then I also believe that whether it is Amazon and they're working with 500 or 500,000 or 5 million independent sellers that they need to come up with some sort of contracting situation where they work with inspection bodies that will go and on top of the accord certification, independently verify that this is what's going on with the manufacturing facility. It doesn't have to be every year. It doesn't have to be that often. Accord is a pretty, it's a very solid accreditation and I trust it. Mm -hmm. But this is that one step on top of that to really ensure that the products that are coming in are really living up to the standards Mm -hmm. that Amazon has set forth for its own products. The only thing we're asking Amazon to do is start to really think about all the other products that it sells and not divorce itself mm-hmm. from those particular products and categories and says that and say that, you know what, we can't take responsibility for this because it's too much. Well, you know what, we are looking at you as as a leader in this space and this unfortunately just isn't good enough because this is a human rights issue. And those of us who are working closely with factories, with workers, this absolutely breaks my heart to hear that this is still going on, that, you know, these manufacturers are finding backdoor ways to sell to U.S. clients, to European clients, when I know how much compliance and how much auditing I go through with my clients to ensure that the factories that we are working with are just excellent and top-notch and most of all ethical and meanwhile other brands can just turn around and through indirect platforms just use other factories exactly keep them in business exactly keep these infractions and human rights issues going yes it might not be your brand but it is your profit yes because it does come to 
we really need to make it come to the point where having proper safety standards is just the cost of doing business. Absolutely, that it is a non-negotiable. So with that being said, I definitely want to say the Wall Street Journal expose is a story worth reading and a story that's extremely important in this current climate and hopefully has triggered us onto a, a problem before it balloons too too large and too out of control. So with that being said, you know, please be aware of where your clothes come from. And if you have any questions for us ever, feel free to reach out. We would definitely love that. Thank you.